Have you seen on Instagram or TikTok these reels and videos where Amazon gurus and teachers are telling you how to get started on Amazon in 60 seconds? Today's episode, I'm gonna walk you through the truth about starting on Amazon and what it really looks like for your first six months of your journey. Hi, and welcome to Your Selling Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kirk, AKA Your Selling Guide. In 2017, I quit a steady corporate desk job to travel the US in an RV. Along the way, I started selling on Amazon, grew multiple successful businesses, and wound up back to my roots as a small town girl. Today, I'm still doing what I love, selling on Amazon and helping other sellers start and grow their own online businesses. Each week on Your Selling Podcast, we will cover different aspects of selling online and highlight other sellers just like you and I. From part-time sellers creating extra income on the side to full-time sellers growing million-dollar businesses. Think of this as a sit-down with your Amazon bestie where we can learn and grow our online businesses together. Welcome to Your Selling Podcast. Hey crew and welcome back. As you can probably hear, I have been coming down with a cold in the last 24 hours and this is my voice today. It's I'm just here laughing at myself because my voice just sounds crazy to me, but I don't know what it's going to look sound like to you. Anyways, today we're going to talk about the truth of starting selling on Amazon, what it looks like. And to be honest, I've seen these reels, I've seen these TikToks, and I don't understand why coaches, coaches I know who teach on Amazon, doing these because it's not the truth. You can't just go into a store, scan something and start selling on Amazon and suddenly you're, you know, making money. And so they just frustrate me. And so I just wanted to do an episode on not really getting into all that. That's as much as I'm going to get into it, but the truth around what it looks like, what it actually is selling on Amazon, because you're not going to make any money anytime soon. Let me tell you, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't start today. Two quick announcements before I jump in. The Dallas meetup is coming up. It's in Dallas, Texas on April 13th. It's a Saturday. And if you're in town early or you want to be in town early, I do have one-on-one slots available to meet with you for an hour. We can go sourcing. We can grab coffee, whatever you want to do. It's up to you. You can grab that at yoursellingguide.com slash meetup. And I'm really looking forward to it. I love Texas. I love Dallas. And it should be a really great time. So definitely join us there. Meet other Amazon sellers. Learn tips and tricks to grow your business. And most of all, just come out, hang, and have a great time. If you're struggling to find successful products to sell on Amazon doing retail arbitrage, also consider joining the Bolo Group. This Bolo Group is my baby of a group. It is the first thing I ever started. I actually started it in 2019, so I've been selling for two years. And I was just, people in my own Instagram community at the time were just, and this was just my personal Instagram, I was talking about what I was doing selling on Amazon and they were like, I can't find anything. And I was like, well, why don't we all talk about what we're finding right now in this group? And that's how the group started. It's been going strong and I would love to have you in it. So you get a list of leads every month that we're all finding in store that make a minimum profit of $5 and 50% ROI. It's very much the same things that I go off of for my own business. So everyone's sharing, I'm sharing in there every month. We have hangouts on Zoom every month so you can chat with other sellers, ask your questions, or just listen in if you are too shy to ask questions. You definitely will learn a lot because I know I learn a lot in every single call. 
Also, you get to ask any questions you want in the group. So it's just a helpful community of sellers. Plugging into other Amazon sellers is so important to your business because you don't know what you don't know. You might not even know to think of something and you're just gonna learn it by seeing other people ask a question, looking at the answers or asking the question yourself. So definitely consider going to the meetup and join us in the Bolo group. You can join that at yoursellingguide.com slash Bolo. Okay, so why do Amazon sellers quit? Most sellers who start will quit within the first six months because it depends how it was sold to you or what who you listened to or who told you about it really and what they were really telling you. So I'm here to tell you the truth. And it is hard to do Amazon retail arbitrage, any kind of Amazon, but it's definitely a learning curve. It's not as easy as maybe other people make it seem. You will get good at it and you'll understand it but if you don't make it through those first six months because you're not seeing any money back from amazon you're not finding any products because you're gated and everything and ultimately maybe you're just not realizing that you're starting a business it's not a hobby you could treat it as a hobby and you'll get hobby results but it's not a hobby you are starting a business and most people myself included have never started a business before and so there's a huge learning curve to that now, Amazon does make it really easy to start. You literally just open an account, you get the app, you can start scanning. That's why people are like, oh, look how easy it is. But there's a ton of frustration points within each of those little steps. So a lot of sellers just quit because they don't know how to run a business, they don't understand their numbers, a variety of reasons. But basically, if you're putting in all this time, which you will be, and you're not saying anything back, it's really easy to just give up and quit on it. There is no business in the history of businesses that I know of, except for unicorns, which are super rare and mythical, right? So that makes any kind of profit actually within the first year. So you for sure are not going to be doing it in 60 seconds or two months or three months or four months. You might not be pulling a profit out of your Amazon business for six months to a year. It just depends on you and what you're buying and sourcing. It varies by every single Amazon seller. Everyone's seller account is different. It's, it's crazy to me that some people can sell stuff right out the gate that I still can't sell eight years later. It's just every account is different. What you source, what stores you have, everything varies. So it is just as unique as you are is your business selling on Amazon. Another reason new sellers quit is because they were probably sold it as a get rich quick or you're gonna be a millionaire. Look at, I sell millions of dollars of stuff and you can too. Well, guess what? That million dollars that they are selling does not equal profit. I can show you my numbers too. I can show you I had $50,000 of sales. That does not mean I have $50,000 in my pocket. Your profit after all the Amazon fees, all your shipping, all your software, everything is what's left over. And a lot of sellers out there doing videos and teaching aren't actually showing you their profit. So if you come across someone who looks like they're great, Ask them the question, what's your profit? What's your margin? What are you really making? Because if they're not gonna tell you that, then you don't actually know who you're learning from. I will tell you for sure that I, last year I made profit on my Amazon products, $59,000. That does not mean I profited all that money because I have softwares, I have tactical arbitrage, that's an expensive software, I have all the shipping supplies. So that doesn't mean at the end of the day, what my company made profit-wise is probably not 59,000. Unfortunately, 
this is just how my business is set up, which I do not recommend. My whole business, the teaching and everything is rolled into one. So I'm currently using Sellerboard to see how my products are doing like my Amazon business because otherwise it's not separated. My QuickBooks has everything combined. And so to just see my Amazon, true Amazon product profit after everything's said and done for just Amazon, I'm personally using Sellerboard to see those numbers. Hey crew, is your Amazon business set up for success this year? Do you know how much profit you really made on the item you just sold? Or what about this? Do you notice when the Amazon FBA fees change on a product in your inventory? These are just some of the reasons why I love Sellerboard and why I've partnered with them on the Your Selling Podcast. I have been using Sellerboard for four years now and I absolutely do not know how I'll run my business without it. I love how simple Sellerboard is to use. The desktop version is set up so easy as soon as you connect your Amazon account, all of your products from the past, anything you've ever sold is going to flow into that. And the way I love it and use it the most is actually when I'm outsourcing. I have Sellerboard app right on my phone and I can visually see the images of the products I'm selling today, yesterday, last month, last year, whatever I wanna look at, I can see it in real time right on my Sellerboard app. Sellerboard is an affordable must-have tool for all Amazon sellers. And as listeners of this podcast, they have given you two months free to try it out for yourself. There's absolutely no credit card required to sign up and you can cancel at any time. Head to yoursellingguide.com slash sellerboardprofit to set up your free trial today. Again, yoursellingguide.com slash sellerboardprofit to get your two month free trial today. So selling on Amazon is not a get rich quick. You probably actually won't ever get rich at all. You could. It depends on your definition of rich, right? Like what you value and what you want out of your life. What it can give you is tons of time freedom. So this also varies on seller. So I don't have a traditional nine to five, but I consider that I do now because I make the podcast, I make my YouTube videos, I make um, all the courses that I have. That's my like nine to five job. And I sell part-time on Amazon and I've never shied away from selling part-time, even when all I did was sell on Amazon, I was doing part-time hours, even though that's all I did. I would go sourcing one day a week, pack it up and send it out. So at most, I was probably working on my business three days a week, very much part-time. I still sell part-time. I still have those same hours, only I just added all this other stuff on top of it. But all that to say is you don't know what someone's really doing. So if you have a nine to five job that is grueling and you're adding this on the side, it's gonna look a lot different than a seller whose full-time job is selling on Amazon, which is okay. You just have to understand that going into it. If you're doing it part-time with limited funds. So I started with $1,000 including supplies and a course I took. And so it took me, I think it was technically five months because I started in August. And so Q4 was right then, right? It was a great time to sell. So I pulled out my first profit January 1st, technically. I use, Sometimes I'll say December, but it was technically January 1st. That's when I pulled out my first profit from selling on Amazon. And then I continued to pull out profit to pay myself after that. If I would have started with $10,000, let's say, that I could have dumped into inventory, maybe I would have pulled a profit sooner. But I'm glad I started small because I've made a lot of bad buys in the beginning and you will too. And so by starting small with the limited funds, I was not losing a ton of money and going into debt trying to learn Amazon and making all these bad buys. 
if you have a lot of money available to you. So even if you have $2,000, $3,000 to start on Amazon, I would budget yourself down to limit like how many you're going to buy of a certain product, how deep you're going to go, how like much money you're going to pour into it every month. Maybe if you have $3,000 to start, I would say start with $1,000 in inventory each month so that you know you'll continue to build it out because if you spend all your $3,000 in month one, you make bad buys on over half of it. That money is now just kind of gone and tied up in bad buys and you could be using it elsewhere. So I think it's actually a benefit to starting small because you are more conscious of your time and your money that you're spending into it. Because I see a lot of sellers making those bad buys in the beginning because you're learning. You don't know what you don't know, right? You're learning this whole process. So if you're learning it, making bad buys, which is actually a great thing. It's a good thing to make mistakes in your business because you learn from them as long as you're learning from them. So it's a great thing, but you want to keep the damages, the debt, the money you spent on it as low as possible. As I mentioned, sales does not equate to profit. So say you're selling, even if I'm selling $10,000 a month, that is always my goal. Like my minimum goal is I would like to sell gross sales $10,000 a month because I can expect to get around two to $3,000 of profit on that. It's usually about a third. It is changing a little bit because of Amazon's increased fees for FBA and stuff. But if you buy stuff with the guidelines like I do, so it has to be minimum $5 profit, minimum 50% ROI, because I don't want to spend $20 on a product and only be making $5. I want a little bit more ROI for my money. So if you have those guidelines set, and with all the price dropping and everything, you still are making good profit on it. You can expect to make, if you're having $10,000 gross sales, about $2,000 of profit a month with that. If your buys, again, it varies on what you're buying. But if your buys are pretty, you know, solid and you have a good at least 50% ROI, you should be able to do that. Now, if you want to grow it, obviously you do more sales, you get better ROIs, you look for better products, but that's because you have to take out the cost of the goods that you paid for, the Amazon fees, any shipping you paid to send it FBA, all of that has to come out of it. So while your gross sales is $10,000, your profit, again, it could be less than $2,000, but it might be around $2,000 a month. Amazon does make it super easy for sellers to start. You literally just need a bank account, a credit card, your ID, and you can start selling on Amazon. So, but the, just the process, so just going from getting all that stuff together, right? You can use your personal business, um, sorry, you can use your personal checking account, you can use a personal credit card to start. You just wanna make sure everything is separate. So say you're gonna start May, start May 1st, Starting on May 1st, there should be a balance in whatever account, zero on the credit card, and whatever you have in your checking account. And from that day forward, it's only business stuff that you're putting on that. Eventually, if you want to get a business checking account, a business credit card, you can update your stuff in Amazon later. But to get started, you do need these things to start. So once you have that and you set up your account, it's going to be like two to three weeks just before your account's even set up on Amazon because they have to mail you a postcard to confirm your address. Then they might do a video call where you hold up your bank statement and say, yes, this is me and all this. It's really kind of funny, but that stuff has to happen. So it could be two to three weeks just to get your account up. And without an account, you can't even go into the store and scan. You can't log into Amazon's app and scan. So right there, we've already got two to three weeks, right? Then on top of that, so now you're gonna finally you can start scanning. And now you're gonna start scanning in stores and looking for stuff. And you're gonna realize you're gated in a whole lot of stuff. 
New seller accounts are always gated in a lot of brands, a lot of the profitable categories like grocery, topical, which is beauty, um, toys. There's things within the categories that you can usually sometimes sell, but for the most part, they're just gated across the board. There are categories like home, kitchen, um, arts and crafts that you can sell in office supplies, pet supplies, sometimes baby products that you can sell. But if you scan a kitchen item and you happen to scan KitchenAid or Cuisinart, those are gated brands within those categories. So if you see it, don't write off the whole category because it could just be the brand. The other thing I always suggest to new sellers is always ask for approval because in the app you can ask for approval now, which is a cool thing that was not around when I started, but you can ask for approval and they'll tell you you either need an invoice or sometimes you just have to watch some videos, scroll down, answer the questions and you'll get ungated or you just might get auto-ungated. So always ask for approval. In fact, one tip I always recommend to sellers is to literally sit down at your computer, do it maybe once a month when you're starting for the first six months and just find random stuff on Amazon, ask for approval on it. Not that you're gonna sell it, not that you have to have it, just ask for approval and see what brands and categories open for you. Grocery is sometimes open for new sellers and sometimes not. I don't know why. It's, it, it's Some years it's open, some years it's not. I have no idea why Amazon does anything that they do. But it might be open. So scan grocery, scan your pantry, scan everything you can. From there, I would recommend going out to Walmart clearance aisle. The reason I recommend it is never changed. It's because there's so many categories on that one aisle that it makes it a little less intimidating than going out and scanning the whole store. So you might find home, uh, kitchen, arts and crafts, medicines. You might find a lot of stuff on one aisle and it's a lot less daunting and you'll see what kind of categories are open to you in your account. Like I mentioned, every Amazon seller's account is different. So there's categories that for the most part are open, but some things might be open to you. I have new sellers who can sell Under Armour and I had to get ungated like my fifth year. So I don't know why Amazon does what they do, but it might be gated and so you wanna scan with your own account and see. So once you finally find something to sell, which again, could be another two to three weeks, it just depends how much time you put into it, how much scanning you have to do, what your account's open to you. You could be looking at three weeks now. So let's say we had two weeks to start our account, three weeks to find something. We're like a month and a half into it already. And you probably haven't even sent a shipping yet, or maybe you've not even listed anything. And so nothing's sold. So you're like, is this working? I can't find anything. I'm not making, I've dumped all this money into it you might be thinking about giving up at this point, right? I would keep pushing through. You have to ask yourself, is this something you really want? Do you wanna start this business? It is a business. Is it something that you wanna go after and we want for yourself? Knowing all the hard things. You've heard many sellers on this podcast in past episodes talk about how hard it is, the years it takes. Um, my past guest, um, Jonathan and Julie, they talked about how after a year, they still haven't paid themselves. They're getting there. I told them some recommendations on just paying yourself. But after a year of putting in all these frustrations, they wanted to quit too. It happens. I always recommend if this is something you really want, just take the day off. Give us a week. Like give yourself grace and breathing time. It will get better. But if you really want it, you have to focus and prioritize it and put the time into it to make it work because it will work if you work it. But unfortunately with Amazon and retail arbitrage, it does depend on you. If you're not putting in the time and effort, then your business is gonna suffer. So if you saw a video or someone out there was like, oh, this is amazing, you can do it in 60 seconds, you can make all this money in a year. 
and you're seeing it's not actually true because it's not actually true, then you're going to get frustrated and maybe quit. There's another thing happening in Amazon in the last two years, and it's quite unfortunate, but I think a lot of, I'm thinking it's new sellers. I don't 100% know. I usually go off of the review count. So a newer seller will either say just launched or only have a handful of reviews because a more experienced seller will have more reviews because they've been selling more products for longer. So when you see price thinking, this is what we're talking about now. So unfortunately, in the last two years, there's been a lot of price thinking. I don't know if it's people who've been taught wrong, people who just don't understand their business. So many business owners, not even just Amazon, but business owners in general, don't understand their actual numbers of their business. Another shout out to Sellerboard because it makes it so easy to know your numbers of your Amazon business. But if you don't know your numbers, you don't know if you're actually making money and you're spinning your wheels going, this isn't working. So the price tanking, like, oh, I have to drop a penny to win the buy box. No, that's false. That's not true. That actually is just causing more problems for yourself than helping you. You price it. What if we can all, if we all have something, there can be a hundred sellers on it. We're all offering it for $50. Everyone's going to be making money. It's all, it's still going to sell at $50. doesn't matter if someone drops it to 45 if that one seller drops, sells out, then it's gonna go back up to 50. What happens with price thinking is sellers who don't understand it just continue to drop the price. And then suddenly now this item that you just spent all these hours in stores trying to locate and find, found a winner and now it's tanked in price. So that is one thing that is just driving me absolutely insane personally for my own business. So I understand that it's probably driving you guys insane too is new sellers who don't understand. So if you're a new seller, if you're in the first year, or if you've just been selling for a while and you still believe that that is the case that you have to drop the price, you do not. I would educate yourself on what actually goes into the buy box. Amazon has their own, the whole stuff on their own website. I have videos on my Nikki Kirk YouTube about how you win the buy box. It is not by dropping the price. So even if you found a spectacular item and you make a lot of profit on it, you want to replant it, right? But if the price thinking is happening now, you can't replant it. And now you have to go out and find more stuff. And that's why it's creating your more work for your own business. And it's just, it's a little, it drives me crazy. Anything I don't understand drives me crazy. And I don't understand why the price thinking is happening. So naturally it's driving me crazy. When you start selling on Amazon, you probably... Maybe most people don't know anything about it, but they're going to learn on the fly. That's how I would recommend doing it. But you are learning on the fly. Don't get stuck in the analysis paralysis where you're thinking about it much. Get your account up, get out there scanning and learn as you go, because that is the best way to learn Amazon. It is very much like learning a new language. So say you want to go learn Spanish, Italian, French, whatever, and you don't know anything about it. It's gonna feel like that because you are just taking in a ton of information and trying to figure it out as you go. It's a great way to learn, believe me, but it can be very frustrating. Another shout out to why you wanna be in a group. So I have a beginner FBA course. It's being refreshed this year for 2024. And if you buy it now, you'll get the refresh when it comes out because you're grandfathered in for all updates ever if you buy it. But in the course, I walk you through all the first six months of your business because you have to really get through those first six months to maybe see a profit and see the potential of it. So I'm right there along with you, helping you out. It's got a community, a Facebook group where you can ask all the questions. Getting in with a Facebook group or any kind of community that makes sense for you, that's positive, that's encouraging, is really gonna help you in your journey and not giving up because a lot of times you might have family members or spouses that are like, what are you, this isn't, what are you doing? Like, 
no, that's not going to work. And they're questioning you. So you want some positivity and people who've done it and who are making it work to there to help you because you don't want to go it alone and you don't have to go it alone. So whether you join the Bolo group, my beginner course, or another community that's not mine at all, definitely plug in with an Amazon seller community that encourages you and teaches you because you really will learn a lot that way. So once you have some products in, you've sent them in and they're selling, it's going to take four to six weeks before you ever see any kind of payout from Amazon. So the way the payouts work is, as a new seller, you're gonna have an account level reserve that's gonna be a lot higher than some of the other sellers. So my account level reserve is probably better than some other newer sellers, just meaning they hold a little bit less back because I've been selling for a while. But in the beginning, so make, say you make a sale on the first, Amazon ships it out on the second, it gets delivered to the person on the fourth. Seven days after the fourth is when that money will move to your available balance. So it will be in your reserves from the day it sold all the way till seven days after it's been delivered to the customer. And with that case in mind is why it does take four to six weeks. So you might get little payouts here and there. You might get $50, $100 here and there, but it will take probably six weeks before you see any kind of substantial money back from Amazon. So that goes into why I always recommend, like I recommended earlier, starting with like, if you have, again, if, let's say you have $3,000, start with $1,000 a month because if you spend all 3,000 expecting to get it back quickly to buy more stuff in month two, it's not gonna happen. It has to sell and then it has to go through Amazon's payment process to finally get back to you. So you wanna have money to continue feeding the beast as they say, to have more stock to continue making your sales and growing your profit. In fact, whatever money you have to start your Amazon business, I would recommend not pulling any of that money back out. So say, for example, me, I started with $1,000 and then I think second or third month I put in another like $700. So let's say $1,700 I started with. I did not pull any money out until the fourth month because I had enough products sold in inventory that I could pull out my starting costs. As much as you can, keep all the money that you invested in it and make sure it's limited. Set yourself a number, like I'm not gonna go above X number to keep that money in the business to continue to snowball. So you take those profits that you made back from Amazon, maybe you got them on week six, you got your profits back. Go buy more inventory with that. Don't pull any money out. Continue to do that on and on and on until you get your business sales to a point where you're able to pull out profit every month and have money left over in your business to go buy more products. What it looked like for me when I was only doing Amazon and had no other income was you get Technically, you get like two, you get a payout every two weeks from Amazon. You can ask for it every day. You can ask for it once a week if you want to. I just let mine send it out every two weeks. So I would take the first payout and pay off my credit card that I was using to buy supplies and stock. And then the second payout, that would be what I used to pay myself. I don't know if that's good or not, but it worked for me for like three or four years. So that's what I did. So you can do whatever you want, because again, this is your business. So that that's just one starting off point if you're just like, I don't know, how should I pay myself? Maybe that's how you want to do it. Or maybe you're going to say, I'm going to pull out $500 for three months, and then I'm going to pull out $1,000 and just grow it to where you need it to be. Selling on Amazon does work, and it will work for you 
if you go into it with the expectations that you are not going to be paying any bills with this Amazon money anytime soon. In fact, if you can make it, I would, I always recommend people keep whatever job they have and start this on the side. And then when you start to see that it's working and you're more comfortable, then consider leaving your job if you want to. If you can still do it on the side and make extra income and you have a great job you love, keep your job. It is a lot of work and it's gonna take a lot of time and energy on your part to make it work. So it's not get rich quick, it's not get rich really anytime, but you can have all the freedoms that you want. So maybe you wanna pay off your mortgage or pay your mortgage with the Amazon business and go on vacations, uh, whatever it is that your goal that you want with your Amazon business, you can make it happen, but just go into it with the expectations that you're not gonna get any of that money back anytime soon. I cannot stress this enough. If you need a job or you need to pay your bills, do not start selling on Amazon as a way to do that. Get another hourly job that you can do easily and it maybe has flexibility. I don't know what it looks like, but get that job to pay your bills and then do Amazon on the side and work it to where you can go full time with it if that's what your goal is. Amazon allows so many freedoms and there's so many different ways to do it. So retail arbitrage is the way I do it and I love it and I'm starting to branch out and do more bundles. I'm starting to look into distributors and maybe a wholesale, but it's not gonna be the normal wholesale model. I'm gonna do things a little different and make my own bundles. So there's a million ways you could sell on Amazon and each is as individual as each seller. But I just want you to know and have your expectations set from the beginning. You have to decide that you want this to work and then do everything you can to make it work. And it can work for you, but it is not gonna happen overnight. It's not gonna happen in six months. It might be a year before you be able to quit your job if that's your goal. Who knows? It looks different for everyone, but you can make it work if you wanna make it work. Hopefully this was helpful. It just annoys me when I see those videos and from teachers that I know, and it's just like, why are you, why, why are you doing this? So I had to make this video. So I hope it was helpful to you. If you would like to be on the podcast, please join me. Email me at podcast.